0: Welcome to the Hood Rat to Harvard podcast. I'm Chandrika Simmons, also known as The Law Chick. This is Season 2, Episode 6. I think we'll title this The Great Resignation and Migration. Because what I'm saying is that people are not putting up with the bullshit that we put up with in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, early 2000s. And I don't blame them. I was talking to some. If you hear stuff in the background, that's me lotioning up because I'm getting ready for bed. I was um, speaking with. Who was I talking to? I was talking with some fellow sisters in law regarding getting help in the office because I just, uh, had an assistant quit because the drive was just too far for her. Um, so I'm in the process of looking for a new assistant and it's like everybody's in my field is currently looking for assistance and they are hard to come by. Um, I think the main reason is that we're not offering benefits. And I think that's due to the social construct of America of not having universal health care. And we already know why we don't have universal health care because majority white Americans don't want to vote for, you know, health care, universal health care. Because if if it's the if anything that benefits black people, they don't want it to be a, a part of their society. Um. Which I think is the most asinine shit I've ever heard in my life. But, anywho, basically because we don't offer benefits. Because we pay pretty good. Um, We pay industry standards. So, but I was talking to... We were talking about that, looking for assistance, and also how... I don't think they agree with me in that I like how this new generation does not tolerate bullshit how we used to. Um, How we allowed supervisors and managers to treat us any kind of way on the job, and we stayed on that job for years uh, and did, you know, and took it. And these kids, you tell them something, they can start on Monday. And you say some sideways to them on Tuesday, they ain't coming back on Wednesday. Or they'll leave that Tuesday clock out. They not putting up with it, and I don't think they should. I don't think they should put up with it. Enough. I think that because of the the what we're what we're viewing, my generation is viewing as impatience of this new generation gonna be a shift. It already is a shift. you see how how um fast food restaurants and stores are closing um at awkward times and sometimes not even open because they don't have any workers to come in. <laughs> this is a new day and and I'm here for it i don't even I don't care that I run up to the to the dollar store and they didn't put a sign up that says "We're closed because of lack of lack of workers, okay, well, those workers thought it was something more important than standing in here and ringing up some dollar items that I want that came from China, and that's fine. I'm cool with that. They set their priorities and good for them, but I just think that it's going to I don't even think that I see that. It's a shift in the atmosphere and how things are. For years, when I was uh, representing unions, we went to so many five for 15 rallies trying to get McDonald's and all these fast food restaurants, Wendy's and Burger King, all of them, to get on board with pan. Fast food workers at a minimum fifteen dollars. Now since the pandemic and nobody wants to work fast food, now you see all these signs starting at fifteen, up to sixteen to start, up to seventeen to start. Now you're forced because these kids caught on during the pandemic and realized that they ain't gotta take your shit and they ain't gotta keep coming and flipping burgers for pennies and being treated like shit. We were having a discussion with my federal bar group, an offline discussion about how the cases, uh, the employment, the hostile work environment cases are kind of um, tapering off. They're not as high as they had been in previous years. And that's because we're not inside the buildings to be harassed when people bring in their bullshit to the office to treat other other people like crap. We're not there anymore. And it, it sucks for me as an attorney because I do represent people in those cases. But as a person, a human being, I am happy that we don't have so many hostile environment cases, sexual harassment cases on the docket because people are working from home. And I just shame on, shame on this administration Shame on them for trying to uh, adopt an agenda to make people come back and work in buildings because people have paid for these buildings and they need their rent paid and they want people in them and stuff like that. You better readjust and change your mindset. You got all these empty buildings. These empty buildings have all the things you need for creating homes for homeless people. You need to rethink and retool how this looks going forward. Instead of you worried about putting workers back in empty buildings when we already have established for two years, two and a half years, that their work can be performed from home, there's no justification anymore of saying that their work can no longer be performed from home. There just isn't. So you might want to rethink we need to rethink as a society what to do with these buildings and that is to house our homeless people. There's no reason for a country that boasts and brag about being so great to have such a high homeless population and not just in one city but in every city. Every major city there's a high homeless population. Every state has a homeless population and that is just uncalled for and unnecessary. And also these can be safe haven spaces for kids that have been subject subjected to abuse at the hands of uh family members and and friends of family. I don't know, we just we, we really need to rethink how we're going about doing stuff. We can't go people here's the other things. So I was at a meeting today and we were having a discussion about whether or not we want to hold meetings in person. And I'm one of those. I am I prefer to meet online. I love Zoom. Um, but I know it's not for everybody. So what I requested was, and, there, and then part of this organization, we're spread out all over the state. And last month, somebody had requested that. The meetings continue to be via Zoom, even though there there might be some in person. So I just reiterated that, and then one person was just like, "I'm tired of Zoom. We need to be and we need to be in person." This and that. You can't just keep advocating for yourself. You have to advocate for the for the greater good for everybody. You can have your event in person, and I said this: you can have your event in person. Just make sure. That you have the Zoom option going, so that those who couldn't be in attendance in person can still participate virtually. It's not rocket science, but somehow in their mind, it's like, no, if you can't get here, you just can't get here. Well, that's dumb. They pay dues, and just like everybody else, they should be able to participate in stuff too. It was just weird how people get strung up on their own things and fixated with their own what the, what it is it they want. And I was so thankful for one of our members talking about that we're still in the pandemic because people really want to think that we're out of the pandemic in order to shift from a pandemic to an epidemic, uh, what is it epidemic, uh, whatever it is, EMPMD IC, something like that. Uh, but the the Center for Disease Control has to declare that we're out of the pandemic and moving to the other part. And they haven't. And yet and still, we're still moving about as a society like we're out of a pandemic when indeed, we are not. The shit is weird. I just had a colleague tell me that they have caught COVID for the third time and they're vaccinated and this is the worst worst one that they caught and they really having a difficult time. That shit hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, man. I didn't know you had COVID the first two times. God damn. This is a lot. Yeah. But the great resignation. Um, I'm just thankful that these kids are not tolerating the bullshit that we put up with all these years on the job. Um, anytime we try to buck the system, we got labeled a troublemaker, or you know, and they made life miserable for you. These kids, like you, can do what you want to with this, and and take their ass right back home. I ain't I ain't mad at them because I think the 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 thing that allows them to do that is the fact that we did suffer and continue to suffer on these jobs for so long. We are stable. We have homes. We have apartments and condos and. And we have basically, we've stabilized them so they are able to quit a job and then come home
1: and be taken care of
0: by those of us who still put up with the bullshit. So I don't know what's what's going to be the outcome of that other than them inheriting uh, our homes and, I don't know, doing whatever it is they want to do. And here's the thing, during the pandemic, they learned a lot. They learned that they can make their own money, they can start their own businesses. Why would somebody work a minimum wage job making twelve thousand a year when they can sell some stuff online and make twelve thousand a year? And they don't even have to leave their house. It just makes no sense. And I think that's why there's been a I've got a few phone calls in my office about businesses in this part of the state, Southeast Michigan, getting their goods seized by customs from China um, and they're cracking down on the goods coming over from China because they really don't want these people to be true entrepreneurs. They want them to go back and be forced to go back to work. You know, somebody was telling me when I was um, down south, I was talking to somebody. I can't remember who, but I was talking to somebody and they were talking about how the gas prices how the gas prices are inflated to force people to go back to work. And I was like, that really don't make sense. Like high gas prices seems like I don't know what what his theory was. I couldn't really flush it out of like what it was he was trying to say or what he had watched on the news, but he was like, yeah, the gas prices this is the government Trying to make people go back to work and more dependent um, on the system. Uh, I didn't get the connection. I don't know. Maybe I need to look that up because I really didn't get the connection of what it is that he was trying to say. But it seems to me with high gas prices and trying to be in traffic and commute, it's better for you to stay at home versus being out. Just I don't know. Just, and then we have in addition to the Great Resignation, you have the Great Migration. So, you know, during the fifties and sixties and seventies, there was a, a the Great Migration for people from black people from the South to come up north and to California to for better um, better lives and jobs. And it seems like that's the opposite now. Like people are leaving up north and going back down south, buying land and choosing that lifestyle versus the hustle and bustle of the big cities. I know I'm one of those that's opting to do that. And I know at least four of my previous coworkers from a previous job that have done it, moved to Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, um, from up here. I don't know. I think um, it's going to be a shift and change in the landscape and how how it looks here in Michigan and in a lot of major cities up here. I'm not sure about Chicago, but I know definitely in Michigan it's going to look different um, because it's already starting to look different. Um, but, yeah, so we have the Great Resignation and the Great Migration happening at the same time. I won't say the Great Migration, but a new migration Happening at the same time, because um, the cost of living is cheaper down there, and why wouldn't you? You can rent you, a, you can buy you a, a piece of land, an acre of land, and put a trailer on it, and still have money left over. Versus up here, I mean, the property taxes up here are just absolutely insane, and we're still riding on raggedy ass roads. That shit makes no sense. Whereas the property taxes down South are very much not expensive at all, and the roads are decent. It just the whole I don't know, and the the and then you have the great reservation of teachers. Like teachers are leaving in droves. I'll be on TikTok, and I see the teachers. Um, shooting videos, telling they stu- telling their students that they're not returning back from spring break, not coming back from from from, from uh, winter break, they won't be back, and they're they're tired of you know the system and how it's set up. And what are first off the we already know the educational system, public education system in America is trash, but you should if you if you're going to get rid of the trash system you should be building the ideal system on the side of it so that it comes up and that doesn't mean charter schools that's not ideal at all that's just a public school with no accountability that's all that is it's a, it receives public funding however it doesn't have any account, doesn't have the same accountability as a public school so what i'm saying is if you're going to tear down the trifling inadequate public school system you should be building the proper system on the side to be able to funnel the kids there once you tear tear down and dismantle this system and that's not happening teachers are just leaving and i'm just like what are we what are we going to do because like at my daughter's school and it's is it's it's i don't i wouldn't even say it's working for them now but they're making do with the fact that it is a smaller school inside of the public school because it's a school for the gifted kids. So it's a it's a smaller school. But their teachers, if they if one of them gets sick, there's no sub. So the counselor has to come in and teach the class, or the principal has to come in, or shoot. They've had they have the counselor, and they have the principal, they've had a behavioral specialist. I believe, step in in a classroom because they can't get building subs. The shit is weird. Um, it is really weird. And I know they just changed the law of Michigan that you don't have to have a certain amount of credits anymore, college credits anymore, to be a, be a substitute teacher. So basically they just need someone to babysit your kids now. Not so much being in a in a position to teach them anything, but just to babysit them while they're in their care and outside of your care. I know it's just a sad it's just, it's a sad reality what's happening right now. Really sad. Um yeah. A <sighs> great resignation. How is it gonna impact these these kids? Here's the thing. I'm not so much worried about mine, cause I can pull mine out anytime and homeschool them and they'll be fine. The best thing that my husband has done for this family was supply us with a paid off home, uh, paid off buildings that our our businesses are housed in and started gardening. Um, so we can sustain ourselves on our own food because we If if anything were to pop out other than uh, the world ending, um, we would be fine sustaining ourselves um, for at least six months without any outside intervention. Everybody doesn't have that, and I know that. Um, But I really, so that really concerns me about schools and lack of proper instruction. Not that we were getting good instruction anyway. My kids just took the the Michigan Michigan testing, which was trash, and the SATs, which is also trash. And um now prepping for next week, I think for the ACTs, which again is trash. These here's the thing about tests. Tests just show that you can take a test. You can either take a test or you can fail a test. That's what tests show. Tests do not show your intelligence test to not show your show your academic ability, test do not show um what you will be capable capable of of doing when in your chosen profession. They just don't. And um I don't think I don't know why we don't move away from these things in society. Like my one daughter had had a math portion she was supposed to do and she has special services on her five oh four plan. And so they put her in a room and gave her a calculator. And the test, she said, the test clearly says, Mom, well, I'm not supposed to have a calculator. They, I'm supposed to have paper. So they gave me paper and they gave me a calculator. And she's like, so I don't know what, what they were thinking. I said, it doesn't matter. I said, because guess what? You're always going to have a calculator. So what's, what's the point of not giving her, so you can see whether or not she remember? That makes no fucking sense. When she leaves you, she's going to have a calculator. She doesn't have to add up this. She doesn't have to know uh, all the integers by heart because she'll have all the the stuff at her ready in her fucking phone to be able to look up anything that she has a question on, any math problem that she may need to solve. She can put it in her phone and it will solve it for her. That's how the world works. So what the fuck are you testing her for it on? It makes no sense. And this kid is really. Most of my kids are really bright. This kid is really bright, and you think that telling her she can't have a calculator versus telling her she can't have a calculator for some test is going to make a difference in what in the big scheme of things and what she's going to do in life? It isn't. I don't know. I just was telling them, and I ugh, when I was in school and I had to take trigonometry for what? what would n- have never used it again in my life ever never and I bake and that's all about math and guess what I have a fucking chart on my refrigerator that tells me the measuring stuff what's a teaspoon versus a cup versus a liter Versus. I don't have to know this shit we're in a society I don't have to know this I don't have to memorize this I don't have to what is this for cocktail games? So I can tell stories about it or show my my intellectual prowess on at a at a dinner party? The shit makes no sense, <sighs> and I think kids are kids are realizing that too now, and they're not tolerating this BS. I think the the SAT, the ACT, and this this um, standardized testing is going to go the way of the dinosaur for these kids. These kids are going to be like, mm mm. These kids are, become, are going to become the, your future educators, your innovators, or your creators of textbooks, creators of, of new knowledge. And they're going to say, what's not required is standardized tests. What is required is af- actual application of whatever it is you want to be. Like, we should put kids on tracks to of what it is they want to be, and we don't even do that. We're a bunch, that's how America is trash. We go out the world so backwards. Oh, my God, so backwards. Oh. Oh, Earth is the ghetto. I want to leave. Honey, I want to leave. But I'm so glad these kids don't put up with the same bullshit that we put up with. I'd be happy to see it. I'd be happy to see it when they send their food back and leave a restaurant. Because that was me. That's why I understand my husband. Like, when we used to go out places and eat, and he didn't like it because he's very, 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 very picky. He's a person that should not eat out. And he would send his food back and then not be concerned about them doing something to it when it comes back. Are you out your fucking mind? I'm never sending my food back. What I'm gonna tell them is, if I don't like it, I'm gonna tell them I don't like it, and they say, "Can we make you something else?" No, you can just take it off the bill. That's me. You don't, you're not gonna make me anything else. You're not gonna do nothing to this food. You're not gonna. No, baby, you had one shot for me, and you missed it. And now I see that that's that's basically these kids. Now, if you don't, if you don't come correct with them the first time, they're walking out. Thank you, no thank you. And then we'll put a nasty review for you on Google, honey. I'm down. Do it. Uh, live your life, honey. Live your life. Because for far too long, we've just been letting people treat us any kind of way. And we should not. We should not have. Oh, my. But me too. I'm going... I'm migrating back down south too. Just a matter of time. Got my got my Pinterest boards together. Got my my um, what is that? Vision. My vision books together. I got all my stuff together. My plan. Working on my plan every day. Shipping, and what is What my house and stuff is going to look like on my land down there because I'm migrating too. I'm going back. You no, know, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said what if the world switches? And I have, me and my husband have talked about this for years. What if the world switches and the climates change drastically, whereas Michigan is now tropical and down south Florida and all that stuff, it will be snow. I don't know what them goddamn people do. Let me tell you something. If I had to move down, if I move down south and this turns that the a, a, gra- a drastic climate change happens or occurs, I'm out. I'll tell you, I'm out. Because I will stay in Michigan, but I cannot stand the snow. I absolutely can't stand the snow. I can't. And I can't stand the underlying bias racism that I get. If you gon if you gonna be racist, just be racist. Please. Don't don't be half don't half at it. Don't make it seem like we cool when we not. Don't do any of that shit. If you don't like me, then don't like me, bitch. Show tell me you don't like me. I like my racism. If I got to have it served to me on the platter, bitch. And that's why I prefer to be down south. They fly, they they flag and let you know that don't come over here, motherfucker. I hear, I see you and hear you. I will not be over there. Same over here. Don't come over here, cause just like you got yours, I got mine too. I'm strapped just like you are. Oh, this world, this world is something else, baby. Something else. But kudos to these kids. Kudos to these kids for not taking the bullshit anymore. And shout out to all the people leaving and migrating to better, cheaper places to dwell. Yeah. Well, this podcast has been sponsored by Simmons Legal, doing business as the law chick. We're located at 77 Bagley Street in Pontiac, Michigan, Law... Our website is lawchic.com, lawchick.com. Phone number is 248-732-7559. And we thank you for listening. Subscribe to the podcast on all platforms as well as on all social media. Hood Rat to Harvard, H-O-O-D-R-A-T, the number two, H-A-R-V-A-R-D. And we appreciate you listening, and you have a wonderful week.